0: On my mind, you're playing on my mind. Like I gotta press rewind. On my mind, on my mind. On my mind, on my mind. All I see, every sign in between, every line. All the channels, all the time. On my mind, on my mind, on my mind. Lost this fight all day and night. I'm swimming in the deep. Need you next to me Miss Five Trends Been here since Ten I'm caught up in the blue Now you're mad about this fight all day and night. I'm swimming in the deep, just need you next to me. This 5 trends been here since 10. I'm caught up in the blue.
1: now, eating French fries and drinking mojitos on the rooftop at the One Hotel. It's Fourth of July weekend. and It's Miami actually Beach Fourth of July. Yeah, Miami Beach. We've got Moxie here with us. She's here on a stop of the Purpose World Tour. How's it going?
2: It's awesome. I'm here with you girls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wonder. You're so like cute and quiet, so I just want to make sure that people can hear you. Okay. okay, so yeah, she was kind enough to stop by and hang out with us at the one hotel before going hang out with your parents. Your parents live here, right? Mm-hmm. My parents live here, between here and
2: New York, because my dad has an Italian restaurant here. So. Oh, there's one in New York? One in New York and one here, yeah. The one here is in uh that, that condo, right? It's it's on Second Street. I should know it. I think it's one. Oh no, 60. it's right there in South Point. Yeah, it's not in a condo.
1: Bu- it's not in a building. Oh, it's I like... confuse it with Il Gabbiano, but it's oh, okay. Il Molino. Il Molino, okay. yeah. I know that one. Il Gabbiano's yeah, really good uh-huh. too. Tim, yeah. so I gotta go buy your dad's, and I haven't been there. Yeah, well, hook oh, you up. I thought I was like over here, like yeah, I love the Branzino. I was talking about. the... <laughs> But they're, but, they're, so but they're
2: actually related. Like the, the guy, the, one of the chefs from El Gaviano used to like work at Emilio. Like my dad knows everybody there too. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. So you so did you grow up here yeah. in New York? I grew up in New Jersey until I was 13. You're from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. What part? I'm from Monmouth County. Shout out, Young Shake, New yeah. Jersey. Where's she from? Prison. She's
1: from North Bergen. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. like 40
2: minutes from me. Dude, I
1: keep meeting people from New Jersey. The people who are in Post's camp are also from New Jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like a wave over there. Yeah, so you grew up a lot there of and then moved. Singers there. Musicians there. Um, I
2: moved to New York City when I was 13 with my sister actually to go to a performing arts school. How old was your sister? I was 13, she was 20. No way. Yeah, so i lived with her since Were you then. guys wildin'? No, like, I was, I'm such a nerd, and I was so serious about music that my parents were like, Yeah, you, they can, knew that you, would be good. you can go do this, because you're obsessed, and I was, like, really an outcast in the town that I lived in. It was like, yeah. everyone was like a jock, or like, really into sports, and I was like, Made fun of and just like I just didn't fit in. And I applied to this school. When was that, like middle school? Yeah, middle school. I applied to this like performing arts school in New York City, and um, I showed my parents. I was like, hey, I got into this place. Stephanie's moving to New York. Can I live with her?
1: And they were like, yeah. Yeah, and they let me do it.
2: But so, didn't you do drama or something in middle school? How come you didn't um, have other like musical? Fun? I was like, there just weren't. There just wasn't a lot of that. I was like in a really small town in New Jersey. Just wasn't there wasn't problem. a lot of that. And um, I was trying to like go to the city all the time. We lived like an hour and a half from the city. So you so. just weren't
1: around. Yeah. So then once you went to this performing arts school, what what, what was it like there?
2: Um, I just kind of like, when I was there, I really just like studied. Like I wanted to get better at guitar and piano and songwriting. I started so writing songs. you play guitar and piano.
1: Yeah. What other instruments do you play? That's it. That's it. That's yeah. good yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, that's I
2: mean, I, most. I would love to like be better at both of them and learn more. But, you know, that's life. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta make um, sure. But I... I just really like tried to like hone in my craft. I started writing music when I was in second grade because we moved into a new house. The people that lived there before us left this piano. I oh, don't know Yeah, when we moved in, and I was like, oh, this is
1: cool. Like I. Oh, they I'm have no idea what they started. Right.
2: I just became obsessed, of, like obsessed with it. So I started writing songs then, and then that was just like a way for me to express myself. And
1: and so now you're in a place. I was reading. You were in a place in the beginning of the, your career where you weren't really able to express yourself freely, mm-hmm. and you're kind of in a new situation now. Mm-hmm. You're with a new label, or mm-hmm. you're not with a new label yet. that yeah, to be. Yeah. You were with a label, you mm-hmm. didn't feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. then now you have a new team. I was. Yeah. Who's the Who's the guy who told you he he kind of foresaw all this happening? Your engineer. Oh, EJ. EJ is like.
2: EJ oh, seems like a prophet.
1: Jules. How much does Jules need to EJ? You. Oh,
2: love you guys would him. connect.
0: <gasps> Where's t- his deal?
2: He is this incredible, like spiritual advisor, vocal coach, musical director. He works with like everybody that I'm not even gonna say on this podcast. But I found him actually through a friend, through Carrington. Shout out to Carrington. But he he is like the reason my life is like together. Yeah, and. Half Shout out to those I mean, people that you just meet and they just make everything shit. work out for you. He gets my light. mind right on the daily. I'm like, EJ, I'm feeling like this. What and does listen. he do to get your mind right? He just like really has connected me with like my spirituality more. And when I have like faith in like my journey, and I, he just gets he, he just gets me to see things clearly. Like he, he like gets the bullshit
1: out of my head. <laughs> Right, yeah. Because it, it's, yeah. easy to get, it's easy to get crowded by like bullshit yeah. And it, sometimes it takes like somebody kind of on the outside to come in and say Hey, you yeah. are this, this yeah. is what you are to the yeah. world He keeps me like
2: being it. pure to myself And like he reminds me like whenever I'm, I'm acting a certain way Like yo yo yo, take all those layers take off it down. Just like come back to That's amazing, you, you, how like, old is he? No, know, nobody Time. knows, nobody knows I like, he could be, he could be 15, he could be 50 Like I don't know
1: Oh my God! He's one of those people that can't really cool. tell. I would love to meet EJ. Shout out EJ, yo. Oh, I'm Jules trying to meet you, bro. To meet EJ. I'm oh, gonna hook, gonna hook this up. So he told you he was like, you know, you're very special, you're talented, but this crew you're with right now, this isn't gonna be your. Crew he he told me he's like
2: I had a dream, and I was like I was like into it at that point. I was like sucking it up. I'm like okay, I'm gonna do this with these people around me. I'm just gonna make it happen. And he had a dream, and he was like, um, he came to me one day, and he was like, I had this dream last night, and. No one that you're working with now, are you going to be like working with in the future? Like you're. Just that must have to... been a little weird. And I was for like, you, I had, I had like, to a go work ache. with those people that day, and right? I had a stomachache. I was like, oh fuck! Like, what am I going to do? But I actually had a feeling. Like, I ha- I ha- I knew that in my gut. Like, I had that feeling that too. it wasn't. So yeah. when he said it, I was like, fuck.
1: So how did you come across the people you're working with today? Like, serendipitously,
2: kind of. Freddie. Yeah, Freddie, kind of connected me with. Who's Freddie? Freddie is my manager. Um, for a long time, like seven years, and oh, wow. he has so a
1: 26, yeah? yeah? So he's been your manager since we were 19? Yeah.
2: How did you guys meet? Um, we met because Freddie used to sing, too, actually. Freddie! Why'd I you mean? stop singing, bro? We had, like, a, we had actually, like, I'm like, yeah, shout out to Gordon. Like, out yeah, out Gordon Grody. <laughs> <laughs> we had this, like, m- this vocal coach, person that connected us, and, um, we both uh, moved out to LA with like, a whole group of producers and writers, and he, he started this collective, this label, and um, he partnered with Scooter, and that's how I kind of connected with Olivia, because Olivia worked with
1: Scooter, and then my whole team just it kind of It all just changed. fell into place. Oh, yeah,
2: exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: And yes. I mean, that's a pretty powerful team to have. Yeah, yeah. It's been
2: amazing. And then Scooter, like six months ago, five months ago, Olivia calls me one morning and she's like, Mox, are you sitting down? I was like, yeah. And you, she's she like, actually
1: asked me if you were sitting down. Oh, yeah.
2: She's like, um, Justin Bieber wants you to open for him on the first three shows of his world tour. And I was freaking out, like calling my parents. Like, my dad, who has not really been supportive of my music, was like crying. And we were Why all has happy. he not been supportive? He doesn't understand he's business, it. He's yeah. a businessman. He's a businessman. like he so doesn't understand. He wants a understand. sure thing. Yeah, he's like, he wants, he's like Jesus. cold school Italian. He's like, you need to get married. You need to have a baby. You need to work what? at a cheese shop. You need to like, literally. You need to work in a cheese shop? Like, like I don't understand why you don't. I can, what? You can be a manager one day of the cheese shop. You can do this. I'm like, Dad, I have a lot bigger dreams, but thanks. Than so. the cheese shop. And oh my then gosh. she called me like two hours later, she's like, Mox, are you sitting down? And I was like, what the fuck are you about to tell me right now? And she's like, um, they want you to open for the whole tour. <laughs> wow. And she's like, oh, and we leave in four days. <laughs> what? She's like, so put
1: a set together. And- oh my gosh. So wait, yeah. how many dates is that? 64. 64 dates, And you had four days to prepare. Yeah. yeah. How did you get your live show ready in four EJ. days? EJ. <laughs> EJ. Shout out young EJ like, who seems to be the major key. He's in the all major,
2: situations. major key. He is the key. But I was like ten hour rehearsals for the three days. He brought in everybody he ever knew to like help train me and get it together. And then it was really like the first twenty shows were like rehearsals still. And then um, yeah. now I finally feel like I go on stage and I
1: know you feel like you're giving a real show, like yeah. a real performance. Yeah. How? What were those first twenty shows like? I mean, you went from an <laughs> underground artist to where you're still like yeah. to the most to most people underground oh, yeah. to being on a fucking world tour with Justin Bieber. Like, mm-hmm. how, how did that? So I went through like a I went through an emotional. You have a
2: Yes, Jules. I totally... Jules? I did. (laughs) Like, I went through it. I was, like, on the tour bus in hysterics. I was crying, like, eight hours a day. Like, just trying to figure out what I was doing, who I was. Like, performing, what I realized, like, puts a mirror up to your face. So real. It's like, you cannot fake the funk when you're on stage at all. And you have to, like, know who you are exactly. And I've like come to learn about myself so much like on this tour and you know what's so crazy in a weird way
1: yeah. I feel more comfortable on stage mm-hmm. sometimes than I do off stage like I feel like I have to face the mirror when I'm out of that element uh-huh. it's like I feel like it's kind of easy for me at least to like in that moment, it's high adrenaline, it's a rush, it's like, oh my gosh, we're all having fun, we're enjoying this moment, and then it's like, you come off stage and you go home, you're like, well, what do I do now, like, you know what I mean, and I don't know, that's kind of been the weird thing I've been going through, but I think it's so hard, just like, in any aspect of entertainment, Mm -hmm. to find that balance between who you really are, Mm -hmm. and who you are as an artist, because it is, unfortunately, I mean, it's it's inevitable that it's two different things. Two different things that work together, and
2: yeah, that's really true. Like, I try to I try to make it one. all. Yeah. I try to make everything, one everything very as much as possible. So.
0: See these tattered clothes. See these streets we used to roam. Past the happy home. Remembering the girl I used to know. See these flowers once in bloom, and I laid in the darkness. He used beautiful lenses too while alerting his target. Oh, oh. took my hand, and he looked me in the eye, he said baby girl, tell me will you love me till you die, then he laid me down, in his imperial garden, and I wore his crown, and left everything I started.
1: About speaking up on things that you're passionate about like um, women and their roles in society and kind of just like not being put in a box mm-hmm. and where does that come from like does that come from your father kind of being so I
2: think it comes from that for sure it comes from like the fact that since I was little well so my dad good things and bad things if you're listening dad but um I mean, we're all made up of
1: good and bad. Yeah,
2: but he is the one who introduced me to soul music and Motown, and he's obsessed with music. Even though he didn't want me to be in the music business, he's obsessed with music, and growing up, he would leave music on in the house when we left the house, so when we walked in, it was playing, because he wanted just music all the time, and he only played, like, soul music. Temptations, Marvin Gaye, uh, Stevie Wonder, and so... I was really obsessed with like soul music and the 60s, and Stevie Wonder became my favorite artist because he talked about social issues so much. And I just like became really like wait, so you were
1: listening to Stevie Wonder when you were how old? Like six, five. Shout out to your dad. Bro. And my brother, my I wish older brother. Cool. Shout
2: out to my older brother. When I was 13, for my 13th birthday, he made me like 10 CDs of every song with Stevie Wonder, like burned them for me. And no gave it to me as a gift. How old are your brother? He was at the time like. I was 13, he must have been ch- ch- like 25. Damn, that's tight. Yeah, it was amazing. They're great um, influences.
1: Like,
2: yeah, music? yeah. And I, I just like, my, my connection with music was like, what can music bring? Like, I love like society's connection with music and like how music affects society, how society affects music, and that just is what I'm passionate about. Did you just eat the pepper? Yeah,
1: I did. I just ate a pepper. I just ate a pepper and it's burning me and I'm trying to listen to her passionate about music story and I'm trying not to die at the same time. So, forget the pepper. Yeah. So with that being said, you're influenced by a lot of different genres of music. It's safe to say. Yeah. A lot of stuff. If you're music. describing yourself, mm-hmm. what is your vibe? Like if you're saying, you know what, come to my show. This is what you're gonna get. What mm-hmm. are we gonna get when we come to a show? Um,
2: I like, like I always say like my biggest passion is bringing people, like you were just talking about, bringing people together from all different backgrounds. And like if you look at my friends, like it's like United Colors of Benetton at all ah, times. I and love like that. just from all different walks of life. And I love like hearing people's story. And I feel like we all connect on like love,
1: you're like okay. a Pisces at heart, or something.
2: I'm a Taurus, but <laughs> I gotta learn more about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like
1: stubborn,
2: loyal, like really, people you just want it, love. But you're very
1: open-minded about things.
2: But see, I'm, so. but I'm headstrong.
1: Okay, well that's important. Yeah, that's how you are where you are now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're headstrong, and you've been in the industry for the past six years. Mm-hmm. So you were first in a situation, I guess, where you weren't. You were kind of just being guided. Like, yeah, now oh, you're a cute girl, you can sing. I wasn't start. being
2: guided because I didn't have ideas. I was trying to like understand how much do I have to play the game in this to get where I want to go. And then I realized that you can't play the game as an artist because you're never going to actually be your true self and people are going to only connect when you are your true self.
1: Because it p- doesn't matter if house music's popping at the time or hip hop's popping at the time, if you try to conform, what's going on or be something that you're not people are just not gonna feel it because at the end of the day people really just want to be okay being who they are exactly and if they see you being okay with who you are then they're gonna connect with 100 percent. and 100 percent. what is so since you mentioned this in the last yeah. uh, in the article I read about what it, how do you feel being a woman affects you like like oh so much I mean
2: in this industry like feel I noticed, like, I remember one time I walked into uh, my label and they were, like, photoshopping my nipple and, like, laughing. And I was like, holy fuck. What? No, like, I was like, holy shit, this is, like...
1: This what do insane. you mean? You were, like, I feel like an minute, o-
2: object. What
1: were they photoshopping on your nipple? They
2: were like moving it around because it was like in a weird place or something. And I'm like this is like... Because you have real boo. And I'm like oh this so is like... So in real like... life
1: it's gonna maybe fall into a weird place. I'm like okay
2: like I am often in this industry like an object. And and in, the, in like society women are often like seen as objects. And I just like, I love to surround myself with girls that are like not about that, you know, and trying to do something, but I think, I think... you think men are ever objectified? Yeah, I'm sure, and I think, like, we, sometimes I just think, like, we are just animals on this planet, like tigers and bears and dolphins, but we are in a society, and, like, society plays such a big role in how we see ourselves and how we see, like, race and sex. For some reason but we're just like literally just on this planet as living beings but we live in this society that makes us think we have to act a certain way or think a certain right. way or mm-hmm. be a certain way it's so like that's the stuff but I really like to look at. We all
1: eat, breathe and live the same thing. And that's it. We all just want to be inspired. We all, all want to feel, feel loved. Feel love. We want to feel like people care about us yeah. and we want to just like do things that make us happy every day and maybe hopefully make a living off of it. Yeah. But it's so crazy because we mm-hmm. all judge one another. And it's crazy. And I think like it's I mean society yeah has a big part to do with it but it's like you know, the minute that we as humans stop being, like, those judgmental, mm-hmm. like, insecure people in our, sho- in our own shoes, mm-hmm. then, like, the people around us all adjust and change. Yeah, I, f- mm-hmm. I found that to be true for yeah. myself, even. Like, you know, I moved to Miami, and I was, like, super unhappy. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, all these people are bougie. Like, they only care about, rates, like, ripping people off for money and, like, all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, well, what kind of energy am I putting out there to, to attract the people that are in my life right oh, now? 100%. And I had to take a trip for like I, three months around the world. I have I to, back. I check myself all the
2: time. I'm like, everything that comes to me belongs to me. So if this is coming to me, I'm attracting
1: it. Let's clean this out. You so, know? do you feel that given the opportunity to, to open up on the Purpose World Tour mm-hmm. was something that was a product of? You working hard this long, or are you getting lucky and maybe knowing someone? No,
2: I think like the nine months before I got the phone call for the tour, I was the most focused I had ever been in my life. I was like in, ta- I did not leave my apartment. I made my my apartment a studio. We have to talk
1: about your apartment.
2: Yeah. So your apartment, 931. 931. Right? Yeah. And that's the name of your project. That yeah.
1: Dropped.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I made the whole thing in my apartment. I moved into this place. I had. A, I had this vision board and I like to like make things. So I had this like really cute. poster and I cut out all these pictures of like exactly what I wanted it to look like. The desk, the flowers, the plants, the lights, everything and I had got this like blank canvas, this like loft downtown, downtown, and I just like, it's really simple, there's not a lot to it, but I made it exactly how I wanted it to be, like really open, really clean, and I was like, I need to make this project that is inside of me that I've been wanting to get out of myself for so long, I need to make it in this space, and I, I just did it, luckily, because I had these people around me that helped me put it so together. this space, and, this place that you live, it's not your average apartment. Building. No, it's, it's like it's actually like a commercial loft building in downtown LA that like all these kids have moved into and taken over and it's amazing. Um, it's like painters and graphic designers and barbers, tattoo artists, musicians, rappers, singers and um, and you, and you guys all click and yeah, work well together. And worked on the project with a lot of them and yeah.
1: So that was the project that you released, and then mm-hmm. now you're kind of transitioning, right? You're going mm-hmm. into like a new phase of your career. So yeah, I'm about to start working on my album. You're gonna work on—is this your yeah. first album? First album, yeah. First album. Uh-huh. And yeah. is it—is it gonna be something that Moxie and her team is doing, or you're you're gonna team up with someone? That can I'm help trying you a to little keep bit. it
2: really small, but there are just like a few people that I've met along the way that have been like, hey. Here's your demo that you've done with your friends. Let me, like, help you take kind it. Of take it
1: to the next level. Yeah, a little bit. Are there any producers in particular who have, like, worked with you, like, really that you've meshed well with and you feel like you've got a great product? Well, actually, of- shout-out to Danger.
2: He got in a Danger? motorcycle accident this week. I don't know if you heard, but he's, no. like, in the hospital. We're supposed to work tomorrow. He's in my prayers. We're going to go to the hospital. But, yeah, he's been someone who's been, like, I want to help you just, like, take what you have and soup it all up and... Um, Sometimes you need that. It's not like yeah. it's not like you Just have like to but it's like it's yeah. like you know
1: everybody has their own flavor. I want to learn so like his, I want to learn what like he's like learned. Like teach yeah. me, you know. Like I want, uh, yeah. So 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 all right. So you're gonna work with him. Any other like James Malloy? James oh yeah, been, he's dope. He's amazing. He's dope.
2: He's so oh, he's unreal. So I went to him and I was like, I have this track. I did it with my friend Dan, who's like my production partner, that we do everything together. And I was like, I want to write about prison reform. I want to say this, 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 and this, and like, we had like this long conversation
1: about it. And we what wrote What, this what song. do you want to say about prison reform?
2: Just like, I feel like, like conscious people in society, or people who are like, some people not even if, even if they are conscious, but they just don't have the access to, or like, the means to really learn about what's going on but like it's it's a crazy business like the prison business you know I mean, and it's everybody like,
1: has access to learn what's going on they do the internet they have access. so just choosing to arm yourself with information yeah. yeah
2: or just being aware that like this stuff actually happens because like some people just don't even think like what's that it happening would happen in yeah well just the fact that it's like a business and um basically in this song we talk the song is called The Real Price and it's like basically this is a business and it's just like modern day slavery in a sense and like it's, it's so fucked up and just I like I did you ever somebody bring, who
1: got wrongfully arrested or like what what sparked your interest in this um, like controversy?
2: It's something I've just like always been interested in in like like justice in general and like in society. It's something I've always been passionate about. But You've I also been passionate
1: about it like organically. Like nothing ever happened to you to kind of make you feel
2: that um, way. One thing that like really, really opened okay? my eyes to it was um Yes, thank you. I work with these kids and I have since I was like um, I've been like doing like programs like this since I was like younger, just because I like really connect with children. And but What's I but for, for the past four years I've been doing this program in L.A. called Red Eye, and I go to um, the, this one project in Watts in South Central every Saturday and work with these kids, and I just see like I see so much of like the system.
1: Um, so if you're a kid at Watts, what's your like? What's your deal? Are you in foster care? Or no, it's um, it's just a project. It's oh, a it's project. just like a project. Yeah, in, in Watts. Um,
2: but basically this organization started, and like we go and hang out and like mentor it's kids. It's a community that it. needs a
1: little extra love. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, and, and more but, resources. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we just basically really like cool hang out
1: hang out with them. I, I, so I, how I'm often saying, do you do
2: that? Every Saturday. That's amazing. So on this tour it's been like actually really hard for me to be away from them so we've been like trying in every like all these different cities to go and like hang out with kids in different places just because like I learned from them. Dude
1: that's so real. Yeah. We do this I thing know you called Fun yeah. Fridays yeah. and we go and we actually we made a mistake like the first time we went we did we're like, alright, so what happened was we started, have you guys heard of Hashtag Lunchbag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it started in Cali and then we wanted to start the division in Miami and we did a couple years ago and it's been like growing and it's been amazing. So Hashtag Lunchbag, you basically gather a group of friends, you make these lunch bags and you go feed people that are hungry. And um, you know, first of all I learned a lesson fast that not everybody that's hungry is homeless. Yeah. So that's a, there's a big misconception there, to assume that you have to go and feed homeless people when really there's like families that are hungry, you know. And then we started finding neighborhoods that needed food. So we found this one neighborhood, and there was like these projects there, and a lot of the kids are just like running around doing whatever they want, like don't really see their parents much around. And you know, I just we drove by and we were like, hey, are you guys hungry? Like we have these lunch bags and thank God we're good people because I would hope that no strangers with bad intentions go over there. But they're like, yeah, you know, and Mm -hmm. we ended up spending the day with them and you know, we, we ended up feeding them every month for like, I don't know how long, until one day we realized that their funding had been cut from like the arts programs for the school that was right there. So we're like, damn, you know, and I'm like, That sucks. Like, I I know a ton of people would probably give to this cause. Like, I bet if we all came together, we could get, you know, an arts class back in here or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we did this thing where we made a curriculum. And it was like... It was like I had my own yeah. school. It was really cool. It was like, all right, I have the kids after two o'clock until five. No, it's three So for unreal. three, four, five, I have three hours to do whatever I want with them. All right, we're having a silent disco party in the no. cafeteria at 2.35. We're doing boxing class so they can learn like self-control and blah, blah, blah. And then That's we're gonna amazing. do vision boards. And we went and we, we, we had this, like I was teaching art class and we were gonna make vision boards. And I'm like, hey guys, I really want you guys to just Think about your dreams. Think about where you want to be in life. Use these magazines, cut stuff out, and put it on this poster board. And um, we brought all these magazines, but they were all like Cosmo and magazines that didn't really reflect people who looked like them or did things that they saw themselves doing. And I was like in the class, and they're like looking, and they're like looking for people to cut out of the magazine and put it. And I'm like, damn. I called Imani, I'm like, we really fucked up. Like. There's no diversity in the, in the magazines that we selected here. Mm. And that's when I realized, like, wow, this is a major issue. Yeah. Because if any of these little girls or boys goes to pick up a magazine that's like in CVS on the front, it's How very How do they rip- connect? Yeah. So of yeah. And... Oh, who ordered sushi? Side so of press. Oh. Huh. Thank you. But did somebody, somebody order sushi or no? no? Are you just gonna walk away with that? All right. Um, he's not fucking with us. Um, but... I started to look They taught me something About my world That I didn't even know Mm -hmm. And it was that Shit's really uneven out here Mm -hmm. And obviously we hear about it And and whatever But you don't It takes like Really experiencing it firsthand. Experiencing it And I'm like wow I I have opportunities That these kids Will probably never have Mm -hmm. If it's not for somebody Like me coming in And exposing them To these things Mm -hmm. And I'm like you know, just being a mentor is so important. No, because wow. I know, like You're living and seeing life.
2: these situations like firsthand. Like for example, um, like a few weeks ago, two of the boys in the program, their father was killed, and Justin, who runs the program, has known them for like six years, and they know him really well. And their mother is not around, but their father took care of them, so they just immediately got put into foster care. And he went to visit them. Like in like, the prison I guess, or where he was, they were in custody with the police. Like these like four-year-olds and six-year-olds, and they're banging on the window just to get a hug from Justin. Their father just died, and he's the only person that they know. And they're like, please, and they like will not let Justin see them for weeks. And it's just like the The system. system Yeah, it's so fucked. It's not even funny. It's so fucked, and I'm just like. Seeing these situations firsthand all the time is
1: like, wow. The system like is here to help us, but really, but like... why it's so important that you put the time in physically mm-hmm. is because a lot of people write checks, right? Yeah, i no. busy. I'm i I'm guilty as charged. Like. Mm-hmm. I'll be busy, I'll tell him I need to deal with stuff, and I'll be like, all right, here's my card, just get somebody this, do this, do that. But, like, you have to be there, be and there. like, talking to people, yeah. and really, like, you know, I could be sitting on the, sitting on the ground on Friday, because I'm like, joke. it's not the same. If I'm not there, I'm not talking them or connecting with them, uh-huh. it's not the same. Like, I could go ahead and pay for the art supplies. But what they need is people who care to be there, to be a part of what they have going on, and actually show interest. You know, mm-hmm. nobody in the class that we were teaching had ever asked these kids what they wanted to be when they grew up. Like one girl was Yo, like, Yo, this is what we and my friend- like, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm like, no one's ever talked to you about this? And she was like, no. my,
2: my friend and I, Soleil, who should meet too, she's a DJ, she's, shout out to Soleil. Shout out Soleil. She, um, she she also does like videography, and she came with me one day, and we did this thing with the kids. We just like, what's your name? And what what do you want to be when you grow up and we have this collection of videos and they are
0: so, so beautiful
2: cute. and like um just like the cutest little answers and like just sparking like it's just like you have to ask kids these questions like i was lucky enough to have like an older brother and older sister and like a mom who was like asking me what do you want to be and like, what are your dreams and like we all just need like someone to believe in us
1: yeah and that's so. a, that's the a one thing that i always say like my mom wasn't really well off like we never had money to do anything special but one thing that she always did was like she always told me I was the best yeah she was always like Jules you're gonna be the first female president like you're you're bossy and it's getting you kicked out of class right now but one day I know it's gonna pay off and she used to say those things you know and like if it wasn't for her who knows where I would have been but it's like that's what I'm saying. We didn't have money, and we didn't maybe take like summer vacations like all my other friends did. And I didn't have Abercrombie sweatshirts, but I had like a mom that told me I could literally be whatever I wanted to be, and that's so important, so
0: important. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I know everything. Maybe all the stuff they're teaching us is wrong. Maybe if the grass was blue. Maybe if the sky was green. We could see that everything we need was here all along. Yeah, we're making it easy. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. there ain't no doubt. No money can buy this feel. All night long, all seven days Point the lens, we're wide awake All around the world, we're gonna write our names In the name of love, we pray feeling all the energy Sing it, let it ricochet All around the world, we're gonna write our names Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na Maybe I see all the light Maybe all the things are showing us Are keeping us blind Do we have to take a ride? Make it to the other side Sometimes I just wonder Will we wake up or we die? Yeah, 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 we're making it easy Yeah, 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 I know there ain't no doubt Turn us out Calling on the renegades All night long, all seven days Point the lens, we're wide awake All around the world, we're gonna write our names In the name of love, we pray Feeling all the energy Soon it, let it ricochet All around the world, we're gonna write our names na 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 She's you drinking renegade, sipping whiskey, gotta get it anyway. Keep it down to want them motherfucker people showing up the way I stay. On the road, homesick, just call my life. I just gotta get what's motherfucking my one life, y'all. Yeah. Run up and so quick, push.
2: Yeah, since I could like, my mom said since I was like, could walk and talk, it's like, I was just obsessed with music. I, I never had a waking moment. What was the moment. first album you can remember? It was definitely... I mean, somewhere between like, Insync and Stevie Wonder, like I was definitely like, really? I remember remembering like, you know, being obsessed with like Insync. I was obsessed with Insync. Yeah, that was my first concert. Me ever.
1: too! No, really? That was my first concert! Oh my God. No strings attached? Yeah. No strings attached! Yeah. Ah! That was my first concert! Me too! <laughs> that's amazing! That amazing.
2: We're all the same age, that makes sense. But yeah. We're both, we're both the same age, yeah. Uh-huh. But that was my first concert, and then and then I remember just being like literally obsessed with Stevie Wonder. I went through
1: like and then Lauren Hill, like Education of Lauren Hill. Obsessed, and now it's one yeah. of my favorite albums of all, all time. time. And yeah. she's one of the only artists I ever wanted to see live, her and the yeah. Spice Girls, unfortunately. Yeah. Um <laughs> and I never got to see those, and I'll never. I let just it go. saw
2: Lauren live. You did? Yeah. It was three th- hours late. No, she wasn't. That's amazing. Yeah. She performed with the Roots in L. A. It was like Erykah Badu, the Roots, law Oh my god. It was the. What oh, was unreal. that? What show was that? It was. It was for. I think it was for something for uh, the Grammys. Yeah.
1: Dude, Lauren yeah. Hill taught me how to be like comfortable yeah. and, oh, as a woman 100%. and like saying what I want and need. Oh, for that people. album was like mom. Okay. Yeah so yeah so where are you at right now like you're on tour you have how many days left um like two, three weeks yeah three, so weeks, three weeks, left. weeks left and yeah. then you're gonna start finishing your
2: then i'm gonna We're shooting a video for my song on my mind um yeah we're shooting a video for that and then
1: i you um guys need
2: um, like gonna, gonna, I already started the album and I've
1: been like... So who's coming up with the video idea? Is that you?
2: Um, me and my friend Soleil and, and Olivia
1: came up with it. But yeah, I, we, we try, I do, every, we do everything ourselves. So how do you guys, like, I just find this interesting because now I'm on this side of things. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm gearing up to film videos. So like, all right, you're like, all right, we got to film this video for all My Mind. Yeah. I want it, this is my idea.
2: What do you go to? I want it to feel a certain way always. I always come up first with like how I want it to feel and how I want it to come across. So it's like you could do so many things with that song it could be like a party thing or whatever but I really like I wrote the song not about a guy but about like having my dreams on my mind and like all the things I wanted to Amen. do Amen Yeah right was what's on her mind All not the guys, things I wanted okay? to do like on my mind on my mind and like I was obsessed with like what I wanted to do with my career this was like at the, those nine month period that I was like so focused and like I couldn't sleep at night I would like wake up and be like oh I oh want to do this and I want to do this and 100%. I was like and I don't want these things off my mind like stay in there driving me crazy because it's like pushing me forward. And so it's the what, video you up after four hours of sleep. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. yeah. so the video is like about like basically like I wrote this song actually in okay. Bali because like my amazing manager got me on this trip. Oh this writing. Oh my gosh. Trip. Yeah. Where did you go in Bali? Because it's I my went, favorite place
1: in the world. I went to
2: uh Ubud. You went U- to Ubud? Yeah. And
1: you stayed? Did you go to Monkey Forest?
2: I didn't get to go to Monkey Forest. You oh know my gosh. I know. We were right you we were close good, to it but we were like it was like a strict schedule there for this writing. camp. So what was camp. it like? A,
1: oh, it was a writing camp. It was like a writing oh, that's camp. Sick. Yeah,
2: it was sick. And then the last day, we wrote on my mind. And so I'm um, so actually wait, going. To your manager
1: had you in a writing camp with twelve guys, right? Yeah. Uh huh. What was that like? Were you the only girl?
2: I was the only girl. There was three bedrooms. Yeah. Three bedrooms, twelve people. Yeah. Was that in Bali? No, that was in LA was for 12. two years. Oh no, it was eight. Eight. So you were. It wasn't just three bedrooms, there might have been three bedrooms, there were guys who didn't have a bedroom, they were sleeping in a other type of room, but it wasn't... Like a, like a living
1: room, room, or like... No, it was like a lot of people started... so it wasn't barbaric, as barbaric as we are thinking here. No, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty it was awesome. Dope. it was a great time in your life. Oh yeah,
2: like super inspiring. And then you went to Bali afterwards? I went to Bali for this writing camp, and it was like, it was like 10 days life-changing. Dude, well,
1: Okay. Bali changed my life. Yeah. It changed what about, about my Bali changing your I life?
2: I was literally Bali high, like literally high. I wanted like to move there. M- literally, literally. A month a after, that I was like, that I could not stay there. Buzzing, my arms were bu- like, and my energy, my body was like, Ugh! like I could not stop talking, thinking, having
1: ideas. Like it was so, like inspired my soul. You know soul. why? Because you know what those people do on that island. They give thanks seven Seven, times a day. The gratitude. Gratitude. That's all they do. You're walking. And like the
2: nature, like the connection with like plants, like that energy goes into your body. Like
1: have you read The Celestine Prophecy?
2: No, but my friends always tell me I need you to read it. Read it. They're, like, you gotta read After you read The Alchemist, you need to read The Celestine Prophecy. My friend, yeah, yeah, you're totally on that vibe. Yeah.
1: But Bali, <laughs> shout out to Bali. It's an amazing place. It changed yeah. my life. Yeah. yeah. And that was like that during the time when I was like, oh, Miami's so bougie, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. then I traveled the world and I stumbled upon Bali. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I got to live here. And then I ran out of money, so I had to come <laughs> yeah. home. But it was like, I just couldn't believe that these people were so grateful and thankful and mm-hmm. courteous and I respectful. Know. Like, it's the gratitude. Like, a person will see you and they bow. Like, I on the top. They're oh. just like, hi. And you're like, wow. Thank you. And I'm
2: just like walking, like looking at, at like where they live, and it's just so beautiful.
1: Beautiful. And they, care and, uh, the plants, and they care
2: about the plants. Everything, the animals, and the way that they do everything. It's like with job. such care for like. I mean, the way like. The American like food industry is running how we like kill animals. So you're and so vegan. Um, yeah, you're vegetarian, vegetarian vegan, but how yeah. long since I was three
1: What? Yeah. But your dad owns is I know, Il- Italian. Lina. I know.
2: My, my dad my entire life is like, my mom's name is Debbie, like, Deb, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with her. I make chicken parmesan, she doesn't want to eat so it. Wait, so you I made make that decision bald. as a
1: three-year-old on your own?
2: Yeah, my mom took me to this, like, turkey farm when I was three for, like, before Thanksgiving. It was like, supposed to be, like, a petting zoo, like, field trip. She said I had, like, a nervous breakdown and I couldn't believe we were going to eat the animals. And like And you've been a vegetarian ever since. They used to put it in my tortellini and I'd pick it apart and be like, This isn't cheese, this is meat, like and like Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's
1: tight as shit. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I had your willpower. Because I love chicken. I know. Well you know what? I
2: never had the taste in my mouth, so I c I can't even say like that I you know That's amazing. Yeah. Do you feel like um Is it easy for you to be a vegetarian on tour? Yeah, it's easy for me. I think I've never had it any other way, so for me it's, like, not hard anymore. But but
1: people just, is it easy to you because you have, like, because, you know, it's 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 expensive to be a vegetarian. Yeah. Most people can make that argument. Yeah, it depends. Like some,
2: I think um, for the first three months of tour, I cooked every day on the bus. Like, tried to eat really healthy. So are you a good cook? Well, I... I'm Italian. Yeah, she's a good cook. My dad and my mom are amazing cooks. She's low-key wifey
1: out here right now. Wait, speaking of, are you single? Jules. I'm sorry, I just, you know, you're on tour, you're young, you're starting your career, I just want to, like, know. I know it's hard That's something that,
2: like, I'm trying to, to, yeah, I'm trying to, like, figure out how to maneuver through. Because a part of me wants to, like, be really open, and the other part of me is like, but you know what it's like, like, one day you can be having a everything. bad day and then it's like, oh, the world knows about this. And now it's like, you know, so it sucks. I'm figuring out like how to that maneuver perfect balance. through that. Yeah. It's um, hard
1: because you when 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 people know so much about you and then you want to keep one part of yourself secretive.
2: They're like, why, why? Well, that
1: person is like, but wait, you tell them about everything, everything else. else. Why totally. do you want to tell them about me? And totally. you're like, Maybe it's just fear. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. So you're about to go, we're on the roof, you're about to go hang out with your family. Um, you're on tour with Justin Bieber and Post Malone. Like, is there anything that you want people to know about you that are listening that maybe don't know who you are? Um, just that there's a lot more to come.
2: Like, I always think, it's funny, every time like I read something, about myself like that's critical. I'm like, but you know, we, don't, we you you don't, criticize.
1: But what just like think?
2: anything that you like or anything that I'm like, oh I like I already know what can be better. And like I try to like make myself better every day and like I know that this project I'm working on is gonna be like even more than like. You never know. I yeah, can tell she's just crazy. like you. <laughs> just like me. Yeah same my same with her. Like we are obsessed and well, like you. Yeah you too.
1: Well, well, it's it's, really, like a girl, it's not really
2: a girl It's really thing just right about. Now. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're well, welcome <laughs> into the so conversation. It's nothing it's, to do personally, it's just the fact that you know.
1: I think it's really just I about. Yeah, you we're not, vagina. Here. <laughs> we're not never not working, we're just like obsessed with what we, we do. love. Yeah. And we're lucky and blessed enough to be doing that, like, so to, to be pay upset. our bills. Yes. Oddly enough. Mm-hmm. But like, I know. So there's a lot more coming. There's a lot more coming. Do we have a date on the project or, like, a like No, a I feel like it's function? early
2: 2017, like, okay. January. Okay. Um, I just shot these like 10 videos for every song on the mixtape. What was it like like, working with Pusha?
1: Didn't you just shoot a a, a video with him? We didn't shoot a video,
2: but he's on On My Mind. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Def Jam for that. Shout out to Def Jam and Pusha T? T. I just just shot a video with Wyclef. No way. Yeah, because we have a song together on the Really? Project.
1: Yeah. That's lit. You're one yeah. step closer to Ms. Education of Lauren. Right? Like, you're <laughs> getting I'm there. Getting there. <laughs> why- What's Wyclef why- like? Everything you want him to be. Like, just like, dad, why Wyclef, if you're listening to this. We love you. <laughs> I love you. I yeah, love you. I just
2: want to hang out. <laughs> but, yeah, he's so down on, obviously, the, like, whole social reform with music thing, which I'm just obsessed with. How so. does
1: he, as an older artist, like, feel, I mean, like, how do you feel about, like, where music is today in the music industry like, did you pop He's up pretty, on SoundCloud first? Um, or did you kind of get lucky and meet people in the industry? Um, it kind
2: of was like hand in hand. I feel like I met people first. Uh, and Cause I, I, I was like always afraid to release things. Like I wasn't releasing a lot. So I would like play things for people. And then and maybe they'd be like, like, you need to release it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's like a dog eat dog world out there right now. So it's yeah. a little crazy. Yeah. Just trying to keep the music first. My intention's pure.
1: That's dope. Get better. Are you religious?
2: I'm not religious. Like, I'm not... You're spiritual? But, yeah. I'm like... I feel like I... The... Greatest thing for me is like to be connected to like whatever energy this is that floats
1: around in like the universe. So I fuck with it, yeah. I fuck with Moxie, (laughs) He's tight. Um, do you like to go out and like party ever? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you doing tonight? No, just
2: (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing tonight? Is the real question.
1: I'm I'm actually throwing a party because everybody was asking me what I'm doing, and I was like, I don't know, and I don't trust you taking to what somebody else is doing, so I'm just about to throw my own shit, call it a day. Please, we'll be Um, there. But you know, it's like most, most like conscious. socially invested people I like about partying. Yeah we don't really
2: care to party. I don't look down on like anything or anyone like I I love that. Yeah, no. So if, 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 my, if my friends like, want to do drugs, I'm like, go, go ahead. ahead. Just do them right. Try just be out. safe when you do be, it. Be careful. Yeah. Like, just you drink. You gotta experience drink, different things. Yeah. Well. Drink water the next day. <laughs> yeah. Eat. A, eat. Drink, drink some more water. water. Shout out McConaughey. Drink more water. Yeah. Drink more water. 2016. I actually like retweeted a picture of McConaughey. He was like in a pharmacy holding like seven bottles of Evian. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm obsessed. With and that Evian. was my
1: picture. No way. I, swear, I
0: took that picture and I was like.
1: He's amazing oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah but um uh-huh. no yeah our whole thing is like bridging the gap between cool and conscious and I'm really like it's totally passionate about making it known that like because you know what what I realized with hashtag lunchbag, people that party are afraid to show their it's like it's like some it's like sinners being afraid to go to church. people who are like out in this scene in this world they feel like they don't belong at a charity event or doing mm-hmm. something and I'm like that's not. It at all, like you know, we can mm-hmm. all be doing like I could be hungover and going and feeding people on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like as long really, as you're safe. Wherever you get the inspiration from, like it's really important that you continue to speak out about your ideas and like mm-hmm. your stance on things. And I love that about you, and I hope you, you too like, don't let anybody make you feel like you gotta like be a little quiet. Cause yeah. I love outspoken girls who are about, so, uh, Deanna's like, yeah, yeah. we are about like positive things and creatives and yeah. Same. I think that's so. I, why I connected with you. Cause. That's right. So she was following me on Snapchat and I reached out to her to do an interview. Uh-huh. And then we were like, this is cool, we both fuck with each other. No, I'm
2: awesome. looking on her Snapchat, I'm showing my friend, my manager Olivia, I'm like, Jules wants to interview me? Oh my god, look at her Snapchat. And I'm going through her Snapchat and all of sudden like, like, I this see- this interview sucks! I see Jules' computer and it says my name on it and I'm like, oh my goodness, Jules Snapchat! I was
0: like, Olivia, look! <laughs> but-
1: Guys, we hope you're having a great 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna. We like, got deep with you on 4th of July. Yeah, we did. Shout out. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, Independence, day. Independence Day. Independence <laughs> Day. Cheers. So, we're gonna wrap this up so we could go on these jet skis. But um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to hear the project in 2017. And I hope you have a great rest of the tour and Thank you will continue to get more comfortable in an arena. Mm-hmm. That's incredible for you. Like, shout nice. out. And if, you're, if you have Justin Bieber tickets, make sure you arrive early enough to catch this girl. She's on at 7.30. She's followed by Pulse Malone, who's also very amazing. Mm-hmm. You guys should just be there early because it's going to be worth it. And she also has the coolest jewelry ever. <laughs> so just pay attention to what she's wearing on stage. That's Shout nice. out to the Cozy Gal movement. Shout yes. out. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Okay.
0: On oh my mind, on my oh mind, you're playing on my mind like I gotta push rewind On oh my mind, on oh my mind On oh my mind, on oh my mind, all I see Every sign in between, every line All the channels, all the time On oh my mind, on oh my mind, on oh my mind Lost this fight all day and night I'm swimming in the deep Need you next to me Miss Five Trends Been here since 10 I'm caught up in the blue I you mad about it too Ooh, It's all the time God knows I tried Cousins always make the worst cops Work phones in my call log Every hour on the hour till she logs off See my fashion Found another passion Another way to cash in Good music captain Who's asking? New goals Contracts with loopholes The president can still move O's. On your mind maybe They say if the love is real Then it's blind baby Stevie Wonder do this thing It's you and I lately That means twin Mercedes Two doors for me and my lady Driver crazy All the time God knows I try But I do not want you No, I don't want you off my mind